Why the fuck am I still in L.A.? Dolce Quinn stood bent over the fender of her beater piece of shit Chevy and played with the ignition wires under the hood. She couldn't afford anything better than the 25-year-old Frankensteined solar hybrid mess right now. It might be an antique, but it damn sure wasn't a good one. Hell, it was as old as she was and in far worse shape. She likely wouldn't be able to afford much better than the piece of shit for the foreseeable future with the way things were going to hell in the world either. And especially going to hell there in Los Angeles. The auto plant she'd worked at for over a year until six weeks ago had shut down. While she'd picked up the odd job here and there with her mechanical training from the military, what little money remained from the inheritance she'd received when her parents died and from saving up her military pay while she was in the service, would run out in less than a year if she didn't make a change. She didn't want to dip into her savings for anything but the basics of staying alive, if she didn't have to. Maybe it's time to think about re-enlisting. It certainly wasn't the first time the idea had crossed her mind. Then her thoughts turned to the riots she'd heard about on the radio, and the way she was inexorably rolling downhill and gaining speed in the rest of the world. And she thought better of that idea. At least if she had to, she could pack her bags and bug out of the city, away from people in general. Head north toward Canada. Take the five all the way through Washington State. Buy a tent and some other camping equipment and a fishing pole, and snag a little place near a lake or stream. Build herself a small cabin to keep her out of the snow in winter. Hell, she'd excelled in wilderness survival in the service. How much harder could it be than that? Then she could hunker down until the world decided how it was going to end. Los Angeles was doomed. There were no two ways about it. Between the increasing violence and rumors of the growing threat from Kite, anyone who stayed behind better be armed to the teeth. Even the rich folks holed up in their fancy protected compounds in the hills around the valley wouldn't be able to keep themselves safe if large enough mobs attacked. Law enforcement? What a joke. They were desperately outnumbered. Increasingly, they were completely outgunned as well. Maybe I could get myself hired on as a bodyguard and maintenance tech for some rich person. She had the skills there. Her markmanship scores in the service made her eligible for a sniper team had she wanted to stay in. She had not. And that was a couple of months before Tim Fu hit. Her best friend from basic and mech school training, Carly, who had opted to stay in for another tour, had been shipped out to Manila as support staff soon after China's attack. Then, just before Christmas, Carly had emailed her that they were sending her and some other mechanics to South Korea to help with the civilian evacuation logistics there. The last time she'd heard from Carly was two weeks after New Year's, reporting about the growing threat of kite and how scared she was. And then, nothing. When Dolce had gone to the library and sent an email to Carly via official military support a month ago, the system had almost immediately returned a code of 8210, serviceman status unknown. Which was the bullshit way of saying they had no clue where Carly was, but she likely wasn't breathing, and they hadn't officially classified her as dead. Yet. Sitting there and reading the screen had filled Dolce with sadness, and more than a little anger. She'd begged Carly not to re-up, 
to leave with her, come to L.A. and move in with her and Sarah. But Carly had been sending her pay back to her mother and little brother outside of Boston and didn't want to leave them in the lurch. The only reason Dolce hadn't left L.A. sooner was her own job, Sarah, and the random hope that maybe, just maybe, Carly would contact her at their last known address. God damn it. Dolce finally coaxed the recalcitrant vehicle into starting and running in solar mode. Fortunately, she wasn't planning on going very far, just over to the Torcada district. The brewery there was still up and running from what she'd heard. Maybe they needed people. There were some auto shops over there as well, and even some commercial fleet repair facilities for larger vehicles. One of them might need help. She'd do anything, as long as she had a chance to work.